welcome to the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. I'm David Lorimer, co-editor of a new book, Spiritual Awakenings, Scientists and Academics Describe Their Experiences. It's published by the Academy for the Advancement of Post-Materialist Sciences and is available in paperback and Kindle editions. In this series of weekly podcasts, we'll be sharing the 57 original essays together with introductions and epilogue from my co-editor, Professor Marjorie Willicott. We hope you enjoy them. Chapter 9. The Awakenings of Energy Flow Through an Eastern Body-Mind Practice Read by Martin Redfern The author, who wishes to remain anonymous, was born in China and received a doctoral degree in neuroscience from a university there. He's currently a professor at a university in the USA and has published extensively in the area of neuroscience and mind-body research. He has also received grant funding for this research from both NIH and private foundations. When I was young, my grandfather, who was a spiritual adept in China, began training me in intensive physical and mental practices. As a child, there were times when I was not a very good student, as I wanted to play rather than make the full effort he asked for. Despite my ambivalent approach, the intensive training changed my body. The physical exercises were designed to train not only the muscles, but the control of the subtle energy, or chai. For example, when training to find the energy point of the meridians in the body, a subtle energy channel would open, and I could move further. I wasn't aware of it at an intellectual level, but I felt it, and it worked. As my proficiency improved, I started to enjoy the training, and there was no need to force me to do it. I was fourteen when I had my first spiritual transformative experience. I was training, but had not had any experiences, and was very frustrated. My teacher said, You are making too much effort. Let's stop. So we stopped, and I went to my room. That evening I did my dynamic practice and then sat down to meditate between 8 and 9 p.m. and had my first transformative experience. To understand this experience, I need to provide some context. In China, we divide the day into two-hour units of time and every two hours our body's energy channels will switch in their dominance. For example, 7 to 9 p.m. is one time unit, and at 9 there would be a switch to the dominance of different channels. This switch indicates a shift in the part of the body responding to the energy and the feeling of the energy changes. At 9 p.m. I suddenly felt the switch. I wondered... What's happened here? And then realised, oh, this is a switch in energy flow because of time. During the 7 to 9 period corresponding to the earth element, I felt the colour of the energy as yellow. At 9pm the energy shifted and became deep blue as the water element became dominant. I both felt and saw this in a sensory fashion. Once I finally had the experience, I understood the underlying concept. It is similar to hiking and actually experiencing the topography shown on a map, 
as opposed to just looking at the graphic representation of the topography on a flat paper map. My experience that night allowed me to finally grasp experientially what I had learned intellectually. It ignited an awakening, and I knew that the gift of training with my teacher had finally taken hold. Now I could feel the movement of energy as a strong flow rising up and moving through my body, modulated by the time of day and the spatial directions, east, west, south or north. The shifts in energy were accompanied by a feeling of expansion of my brain, mind, body and environment. The feeling of movement of energy within me was also linked to seemingly unusual lights or sparks, usually bright and pure light, both inside and then outside, as the energy would follow certain paths. Following this energetic awakening, I began to experience intuitive messages related to people I was interacting with. For example, I met a neighbour who was quite overweight. Usually obesity is associated with hypertension, but the message I received was clearly that this person had low blood pressure. I asked my neighbour, do you have low blood pressure? He confirmed that he did, and I knew these intuitive messages were accurate. These intuitive messages regarding the health of others were a continuing part of my life that accompanied my continued practice of certain techniques. After my initial energetic awakening, at about the age of 15, I found I was able to regulate the energy dynamics of my body using breathing patterns. I began to sense the energy characteristics in other people and in the natural environments. I learnt that all natural environments have different energy characteristics that are related to the five elements. In addition, the human energy system has a frequency that can resonate with a certain environment. Thus, specific environments can help a person with a certain disease balance themselves. For example, water resonates with the kidney. I found I could send energy out to others. For example, one of my family members had a disease. I found I could use my hands to send out healing power. There's a caveat that is important to include concerning this feeling of energy and healing. I found that these experiences faded when I surpassed this stage, but could be regained through certain techniques. However, my experience was that if one is attached to certain sensations or experiences, one will fail to progress in one's spiritual growth. Nevertheless, this awakening was associated with an intuitive understanding of the energetics of health and disease, and planted a seed for my future career. At this time, I also began to have out-of-body experiences and vivid lucid dreams that contained revelations. These experiences began a new stage in my awakening process, with an unfolding of new skills and potentials. New information was suddenly revealed to me through images and messages. For example, I could suddenly write poems predicting events in the lives of others, and thus help them in their own life journeys. Another time I received the message, The path is the goal, and suddenly understood that when we practice, 
our attention is focused on achieving the goal. But in focusing on the goal, we lose sight of the present moment experience. I realise that paying attention to the experience of the present moment is the goal itself. The process of spiritual awakening that began in my teens had a lasting impact on my career path. My dad, who was a professor, wanted me to study a pure science like physics or chemistry. However, when the seed of spiritual awakening was planted, I had a huge interest in human interaction and physiology and wanted a career in medicine or psychology. To please my father, I studied physical chemistry, but despite ranking top of my class, I was unhappy. Despite my dad's disapproval, I began to study medicine, but quickly realised that medical school was focused on Western medicine. Given my interest was in the psychological aspects of human disease, I continued my career in psychology and physiology in order to understand the relationship between the brain and behaviour. Then I earned a PhD in neuroscience and I became an institute director in China. I eventually came to the US to be a researcher and professor. The awakening process continues to transform different aspects of my life. Over time I have developed a deep connection with others and the environment. I feel my body connecting with many things in an invisible but deep and subtle way, that is, at the energy level. This formless connection feels direct and sensitive and beyond my thinking and judgmental mind. I call it intuition or an inner call. At the energy level there is no separation, there is no you and me. You are in me, and I'm in you. When I feel connected with a flower, I feel the desire for growth and power within the flower. These experiences have deepened my sense of kindness and compassion. When you have real feeling for a flower, then you are part of it, and then there is no differentiation between the two of you any more. It's an experience of non-duality. However, in our current culture, we experience feeling separate from each other and have forgotten this oneness. This creates most of the problems we experience in our society. One way I like to express this is that human beings like human doing in modern society and they forget the deep will, the deep inspiration from within. For those who have not had a transformative experience, it is impossible to understand what the experience of deep connection really means. This is the real value of spiritually transformative experiences. They are the philosopher's stone that turns the base metal of our feeling of separateness and isolation into the gold of connection with others and with this entire universe. Thanks so much for downloading the Spiritual Awakenings podcast. Do join us for the next episode.